Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick and I'm your host. So happy you can join me today. We're going to tackle explicit messages. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help leaders become lean communicators, master the art of brevity. The point of this podcast is to help you get your ideas out there, to advance your career, to master a very difficult skill in an increasingly challenging environment. We're overloaded with information. Well, what's the point of this podcast? Be explicit. Tell me in clear terms what your point is. Don't hold back any punches. Say what you need to say. Be clear. Be intentional. Speak with purpose. For those of you that know me, this is the mission that we have as, as leaders, as professionals, is to look at communication. It's not a soft skill, but a critical skill. It's super valuable to know what people are saying, not guessing what they're thinking. You know, why do we need to be explicit when we talk? People aren't mind readers. And if we let them be mind readers, they'll probably guess wrong. Their takeaway will be the wrong takeaway. We can't let that happen. And it happens a lot. We teach courses here at the Brief Lab in North Carolina, primarily to our military clients, in Chicago to our corporate clients, and around the country. What we talk about is the value of being concise, making sure that your point gets across. And one of the problems that I see time and time again is people bury their lead. They don't say the most important thing up front. In the military, they call this bluff or bottom line up front, making your point up front. And I ask in our courses, where do you typically hear the bottom line up front? And it's funny, but nearly everybody says they, they typically hear it at the end. And my joke is, well, that stands for bottom line at the bottom or blab. And the natural tendency is to conclude with your big idea. And we, we need to be explicit. We need to state it up front. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how to do that and why do we need to do that. So recently, I was leading a course here. We have brief 101 courses, which are the mastering the fundamentals of being clear and concise. And then we have a brief 201, which is our level two. And it's a progression of courses where we have uh, modules that we focus on depending on uh, the teams that are that, are, that we're working with. And, and just this week, we had um, a, cor- a, a course, a brief to one course, and one of the modules was on dynamic meeting facilitation. And it's the key, one of the keys to running you know, a meeting is stating the purpose of the meeting up front. And one of the biggest mistakes that people have is they confuse the topic of the meeting for the point of the meeting. And in this particular course, we were practicing how to write out and state what the point of the meeting is and avoid this, what actually is a big contributor for, for poor meeting performance, why meetings are last too long, why they're confusing, why people hate them, why you don't get anything done in meetings, is because you haven't stated clearly and explicitly what the point of the meeting is. So in this course of, in this module, 
of meeting facilitation, there's two things that we're really looking for is what is the specific point of the meeting? And right after that is why do we need to do this now? So when you state that in those terms, in those clear terms up front, the participants in the meeting know the role and know what's to be expected and what's going to be covered in the agenda because it's, it's not implied, it's stated. So when you talk about that, let's look at some examples of what this you know, might look like. Again, people are not mind readers. You go into a meeting and you say the topic, but the topic isn't the point. So I might say, well, we're going to have a budget discussion or we're going to have a brainstorm or we're going to provide an update, project update, or we're going to do planning. All of those are topics. None of them are the point of the meeting. So we have to ask yourself, well, what is the point? So I've just taken each of those four and I've broken them down as giving you specific examples of what this would look like. So instead of saying we're having a budget discussion, we need to say the point of this meeting is to make two distinct recommendations on revenue forecast targets. That would be the point of the meeting. I want to, to create two distinct recommendations on revenue forecast. Okay? What the targets would be for revenue. Another one might be to finalize our payroll and compensation increases for the next year. That's the point of the meeting. It's not just budgeting. It's to come to a final um, numbers on what those payroll increases will be. We look at that and then we also look like, but why do we need to do this now? A way of thinking about this is what bad thing, what risk would you run if you didn't accomplish it? Or what reward would you gain if you did? So this gives the meeting very specific intention and it gives a lot of clarity. So I'll go back to those examples of budget. If I don't create two distinct recommendations, a revenue forecast, I can't go into what my ex budget expenses are because I don't know what the revenue is. So I, I can, if I don't have the revenue, I can ask people to create their budgets but I don't know if it's profitable or not. The business is profitable. So if I don't do revenue, I can't do expense. So it's going to stop the whole budgeting process. That's the risk. The reward is if you do it, we can get a quick picture of what the projected profit of the businesses will be next year in the budget. And we can finalize the budget. So we have a better picture of who needs to do what. Okay. So you can start thinking about like, well, what is the point and why do we need to do this? Another example would be a brainstorm. That's not the point. The point is we need to come up with four suggested ways to improve customer service. That's specific. That's actionable. Okay. So at the end of the meeting, we have four ideas. We might have 50 ideas, but we need to pick the top four. Okay. That's better than saying we're having a brainstorm. If we don't do this, customer service will continue to fail and we'll lose customers. If we do it, we'll start to, you know, retain the customers that we have um, and make them happy. Okay, so now people have the role and the purpose of the meeting very clearly stated. Updates, okay? So we're going to say we're going to have an update. Now, doesn't work. We want to identify core reasons why our projects are always behind schedule. So the point of the meeting is to get to the root cause of delays. It's not just an update. It's more specific. Okay. Another example would be, no, in this meeting, we want to provide new timeline dates and deliverables for approval. So the, the point of this meeting is, it's not just to talk. We want to, we want to 
present these new dates and the new, these new deliverables in the project for approval. So we want to get sign-off. So the per people that are in the meeting have the authority and they know, they know, they know their role is to um, come to a decision. And the last one is planning. Okay, so this is the fourth example. We want to the better way of saying that is present a strategic plan for final decision. Okay, so you know that we maybe had a series of meetings, and this last meeting is we're going to arrive at a decision. So as you can see in this way of doing it, be explicit. Tell me in clear terms what the point of the meeting is, and you can do this with anything. You're giving. Um, an update to somebody, you're going to get on a conference call with somebody, you're sending an email, state it in clear terms. Okay, so what is the mistake that I see that people make? People imply it, the point. They talk and they think that the point is implied. It's not. Don't imply it, state it. That's the first rule. Second rule, don't bury it in the middle or toward the end. In our courses, we see and we go through practical exercises. The whole point is to get people to learn by doing. And I can tell people until I turn blue to the face, state your headline up front. First 15 seconds, first 30 seconds. Inevitably, I'll see people confuse the topic for the point and then start talking. And, and then you'll hear it 30 seconds, 60 seconds into their presentation. Don't do that. Don't bury it. In journalism school, they say don't bury your lead. When you want to master clear and concise communication, state it up front in clear terms. Don't bury it. Rule number three, open strong. Okay? And repeat if necessary. You think about music. What makes great songs great? In many cases, they have a great opening. They hook your interest right from the beginning. So open strong and close stronger. If you have to repeat the point in music, you see this, that they go back to that point and they repeat it a few times. If you need to say that, say it again to make sure that the point isn't lost. We're here to make a final decision on the strategic plan. That's the point of the meeting. Or we need two distinct recommendations about the revenue, whatever. But be very, very clear. Be explicit. And finally, write it down. Write it down. There's nothing quite like giving you eight words or less to state in very, very clear terms the point that you're trying to convey. By doing that and saying it out loud, right, writing it down and saying it out loud, you can ensure that you've delivered it. The person's heard you say it. You haven't implied it. So those are the rules. So think, think about them as ways to avoid confusion, ways to keep people on task, ways to be productive, certainly what can lead to clarity, right? And achieve, achieving an important goal, okay? So people know where you stand. So say it out loud, be specific, be explicit. Don't be afraid, say it. What I'd like you to do is to take time in your day to go to our site. As many of you know, we've introduced a new course curriculum. It's a catalog that outlines the courses and the levels of certification. And in there, you'll find modules. They're very specific, customizable modules that we can include in our courses. So I want you to take a look at that. If you go to thebrieflab.com slash curriculum, you'll see, and you can go through, there's a video that kind of navigates you through that catalog and the courses that I, that, that I refer to often in this podcast. 
take a look at that because it'll give you some, it'll spark some um, ideas perhaps on how you can, areas that we can help shape you and your team and your organization to be clear communicators. So that wraps up our podcast for today. Thanks for letting me be explicit today. Just saying.